2: Today, two-time Academy Award winner Jodie Foster and her true detective co-star Kaylee Reese. Plus, home design expert Preston Conrad solves your decor dilemmas. And Law & Order SVU is back, so will TV's hottest duo finally take their relationship out of the friend zone? We're talking about it.
3: From Studio
2: 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today. With Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Wow. Hey, oh. Hi, guys. It's Wednesday, 17th day of January. You know what Jenna likes to do? Drop big bombs on me right before we go. I do. Show. It's I mean, so
3: it's fun. That's like sport to you. It's so fun just to say something completely <laughs>
2: wild. And then the show comes on. <laughs> and then on. you're like, oh, and the show always goes, I'll tell you the rest later. It's just not fair. Well, but we have a show to do. Yeah, we do. We, we have do have a show, show to do. do. Yes, we do. How are you? Good. How are you? You're tired. I'm We're tired. tired. <laughs> it happens when you have sick children or a husband that's, a husband recovering. that's recovering. You yeah. don't rest. And yeah. you know what? Sometimes you're on a thin string when you don't rest.
3: Yes, although
2: I have to say. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's also a privilege to get to hang with people that you love. So even if it's in the middle of the night and someone's ill, (laughs) you still love the person.
2: Here's what's funny. Somebody said this to me because I wasn't sleeping for nights and they said, (laughs) (laughs) nights and nights. Anyway, they said during the day, you can't take a day off, but take a mini break. And for some reason that struck me. I was like, what's a mini break? It's like, For 15 minutes or whatever it is, shut where the door of wherever you are and take 15 minutes to know that that's your pause or take 10 minutes to go to the nail place and do the 10 minutes for $10. Head in the donut. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so good. You know when you get out breaks. and your face is all kind of squished. Yes, yeah, you don't care. Swish, and you're, you're, you're so like, happy. oh, I've just
3: been on a work call. Oh, really? <laughs> no, you were not. You've been getting a donut <laughs> massage. You need it. Okay, y'all, thank goodness. Mm. Law and Order SVU returns
2: mm-hmm. to NBC tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 25th season. It's unbelievable, that show. Mariska Hargitay will actually be here tomorrow to mark that moment. And for years... For years, fans have wanted Olivia to finally, finally hook up with Elliot. Do you remember what happened when she, when they were together and he wanted to kiss her, and then she said, "I Is this can't- at the end? Yes. This- yes. I mean, no, this yeah. is- look! 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 It's happening. And then watch. Oh gosh, she knows I- she wants it too. No, I can't. She says, "No, I can't." No, I can't. Mm. He's. He what do you mean? You can't. What because, do you mean? Because what why? If it doesn't work out. What if it doesn't work out?
1: What if things work out? Oh God! Ooh, what whoa, if they, whoa. Yes! Whoa.
2: Risk it. Is if that someone, how they
3: left it last season? Yeah. So it could be happening.
2: It's not over. By the way, to dangle that right by the in way, front of us. You know what? That's an optimist. What if they do? I think they're going to. What if they? What if it does, does work, work out? out. It might work out. Yeah. Those two are connected. Yes, on so many way, levels. They're
3: actors, but have you ever watched <laughs> a show and been so invested? Yeah. And kind of devastated that something isn't
2: happening yes. the way you want it to. Yeah. Well, because you see the chemistry; it's there. Yes. And she wants it secretly. She wants it, more, not secretly. She wants it to happen. She does. She just said no because you know what she was doing: mind over heart. heart. Oh mind over, over heart. She's worried she's going to break up their partnership. I mean,
3: those two have been working together for years. It will be weird though. At the workplace.
2: They're going to have to go have to you HR. Ever, if they get together, but, they're going to have to go to HR. Have you ever dated someone at the workplace? No. <laughs> oh, because you only worked here. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I was a teacher, but I was, I've was been but married. You never, but were you married when you were a teacher? N- no. Okay. Did you ever date another teacher? No, because okay. I was dating Henry. So you never date. Okay. All right. I get it. So you, you, that's right. You're like a child bride. <laughs> you were married early. <laughs> but for people who date at <laughs> <We're> work, normal. <laughs> but for people who date at work, it is awkward at times when you're dating someone yeah. and then you have to sit next to them at a meeting. Have you had that? Yes. <laughs> no, you no have. I've had it on the air. Before in a local market. Wait, no. Yeah. But, you know, you date someone local market and then you're in an argument. You're dating. And now you have to throw to sports. And he's (laughs) he does sports. That happens. Y'all, we should do some quick Googling right now because we can figure
3: out who who did sports. No, you you can't. We
2: can figure out right now who did sports. But it can get it can get uncomfortable because there you are sitting on the set over to you and then and you the person ch- leaves you hanging sometimes it
3: happens like you could feel the tension on yeah. the air mm-hmm. you can feel it aren't you so glad we never dated <laughs> <laughs> be hard to fake this you know like if I was mad at her in that type of way and I had to come sit right
2: here it could be hard <laughs> that type of way that's why we just can't do it no we can't and we won't okay speaking of relationships this is so <laughs> awkward and unusual Dua Lipa is currently on the cover of Rolling Stone okay she's opening up about a
3: recent breakup Maybe Trevor Noah. Oh. I mean, that's total speculation. But, but she,
2: didn't she date him? I think so. But that is I nice. I feel like it comes with maturity, too. That's right? a good point. Good point. I think once you are in a relationship and it ends, if it if – it, like they say the most important parts about a relationship are how you start it. Yes. Because you can't start with any funkiness yes, or sneakiness. Yes. Yes. And how you end it. The book ends. And if you end it badly – it ends up like it, it'll it just linger forever. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I've been in relationships and they have like, you know, it ended on a really good note. And I feel like, you know. But that was intentional, That not it. Yes. And I think you have to work on it. Like, it's how you speak to your yeah. other, the, the you know, the person you broke up with. It's the tone in which you use. Yes. It's the, it, you know what? You have to respect them. Yes. Even though it didn't work.
3: Well, and it's kind of a, a tricky boundary, right? Yeah. Because it's not, you can't, If you find yourself sort of slipping back into the olden days. The
2: olden days. That could go. No, that's no bueno.
3: Unfortunately, then you can all of a sudden be back into something. Yeah.
2: I think there is that tendency, because it's like anybody who likes what they've always known. Yes. And it seems like an easier, you know, route to go. I think it's the strict boundary. Oh, we got big news, y'all, from White Lotus. Oh my gosh. Patrick Schwarzenegger. (laughs) This is so sweet. Maria posted this. I read it this morning. Will you read it? Okay, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. I'm so proud of you. First, you get engaged. Then you become the face of Armani. Now you get cast in one of my favorite shows of all time, White Lotus. Wow. All that hard work and determination is really paying off. Hashtag proud mom alert. Oh, don't you love how she just gushes? I mean, she Over does. All of her kids, know by that the way. She does. All of them. Every
3: time she's here, she's like, oh, my gosh, she's the best. Yes, best
2: that every one of her children, by the way, gets equal praise. It's true. She does that. It's she doesn't. True. Yeah, she does that. Um, it's going to have some steamy scenes. I hope she's ready for it. Maria.
3: You need to tell her.
2: She knows. Just, she loves the show. Oh, so she knows. She knows what's going on. We don't
3: know what his character is going to do.
2: but We don't know, but probably. By, based on just, just history Looking at him. Of,
3: <laughs> but of also the show, they cast him as the, as the heartthrob, don't you of think? Of course. He has to be. And that's so... I mean, we have such young children. It's just going to be strange when they're... Coming up <laughs> next. <laughs> Just gonna deliver the scoop, right? Come on, Matt. Come on Matt.
0: Hey, it's Mel Robbins.
4: Learn more at marines.com.
2: It is time to get you caught up on the hottest Hollywood headline. E! News co-host Justin Sylvester is in L.A. with The The Scoop. Scoop. Hi, Justin.
1: All right. Good morning, guys. Let's get
2: busy. Um, Okay, Coachella
3: just announced (laughs) a wild lineup.
1: Before we start, Alexa, can you order me some Advil and earplugs? I'm going to need it for Coachella because (laughs) Lana Del Rey, Tyler the Creator, and Doja Cat are headlining. Now, you guys, Doja Cat killed it so much last year. They gave her a bigger time and a bigger stage this year. Coachella is going to be lit, you guys. Well, I think you buried the lead there, my friend. There's a reunion. There is a huge reunion on tap. I wasn't gonna tell y'all until I got my tickets because I don't want them to sell out. (laughs) No doubt is coming back. The first time they're gonna take the stage since 2015. Wow. Wow. 2015. They're getting back together. And you know there was a bunch of drama. This one dated that one. It was a bad breakup. We broke up. So this is a huge deal for No Doubt fans. Oh my gosh. And by the way, Carson said he didn't even know about it. Oh, really? He had no idea, even though he's friends with Gwen and Blake.
2: Oh my gosh, that's amazing. All right.
1: No, it's crazy. Now Are you guys going to come to Coachella at all? Because I know it's your first time. So do you need any tips from me? Yes, we want some advice. Okay, so I'm like the Coachella midwife, okay? So if you listen to me, I'm going to get you through it. Okay. Okay. The first thing you're going to need is some comfortable shoes. Get yourself some Skechers, some cats, because this ain't a joke. It's 78 acres. All right? Okay. 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 The second thing you're going to need is you're going to need to find a friend with a small bladder. (laughs) Because the last thing you need is to be going from the stage to the bathroom with a friend who needs to use the bathroom every five minutes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, what else? Okay. And the third thing is you need to teach your boyfriend how to get your angles Three weeks before you get there. Because the last thing we need is someone wanting to take 700 photos. Get three snaps and get out of get there. get out That's of there. That's right. right. That's great there's, advice. There's a
2: new show on our streaming network, Peacock, that Jen and I are kind of surprised about. We're a little nervous a about little it. A little freaked.
1: Okay, so y'all know I like dating shows. 90 Day Fiance is my thing. I love Bachelor in Paradise. Peacock is giving you couple to Thruple. It's oh, like the premise... But there's a huge twist at the end. First of all, well, I have a lot to say, okay? Here I am, I can't even find my first, and people are looking for their (laughs) thirds. I mean, come on. So I did a little research just to see, like, you know, what would come up about polyamorous relationships, open relationships, and it seems that research did last year showed that 51% of young adults under 30 said that they would be open to an open relationship relationship. So I think this show is reflecting the time okay. that we're in. Yeah. Okay. And I gotta tell you, something. You know Let me just give watching. them some advice. Let's give a hard rap Let me give on them this. some advice. When you yeah.
3: turn 42, I'm just, I'm just, and don't your shoot the gets messenger. Don't surgery. shoot the messenger. You're not gonna want two of us. Yes. Okay? Yes, you're you're right. not gonna exactly. want two. You're up yeah. all night <laughs> right. taking care of a 42-year-old man, 45. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. All right, you can By get the way,
1: st- by the way, if you had a third, you would have had some help. Well.
3: Okay, okay, Justin. Love you, Justin. you. You can
1: catch <laughs> Justin
2: weeknights at 11 on our sister network. <laughs> coming up next, the stars of True Detective Oscar winner Jodie Foster and Kaylee Reese coming up after this. With two Academy Awards and nearly 100 credits to her name, Jodie Foster, well, she's a Hollywood legend. Kaylee Reese is a professional boxer turned actress,
3: and together they're starring in the fourth season of True Detective Night Country. Take a look.
0: And police, step out slowly.
5: It's the APF investigation. I have a badge, Yeah, trooper's badge. Trespassing.
2: Trespassing, huh?
0: You gonna book me? Okay, (laughs) okay
2: by the way that all that makes you lean right in jody it's so good to have you it's so good to have you kaylee happy that you guys are here so jody this is a step back into the detective role here you yes. go again yes first it was clarice and now you're back <laughs> <laughs> well liz davers couldn't be any more different from yeah.
5: clarice um and we hope that that is not who clarice came became when she who, got who is this
2: who is she describe her
5: Well, um, Kaylee likes to call her a last Karen. She's she's basically awful. She's awful. She's, you know, she's stuck in her ways. She's kind of unconscious. She thinks she makes a lot of jokes that aren't funny. And, um, yeah, I think she's, you know, she's suffering inside. And so this is the mask that she holds things together.
3: Oh, Um, Kaylee, I got to Mm -hmm. see some of this last night. Mm -hmm. You are amazing. Mm -hmm. This is your third TV role or acting role in general? Ever. Acting role in general, yes. So what has this transformation been like for you to go in your career from professional boxer mm-hmm.
6: to, been, to actor? It's been smooth. You know, I've kind of just been joking about I've been training for this my entire career and it's just another form of art for me. And, um, you know, we've had to... D- Storytell in the ring and outside the ring, you know, when the bell rings and the camera goes on and it's just a form of storytelling that I'm, I'm able to do as an indigenous woman as well. Cause we yeah. tell stories all the time.
2: Well, you're so cool about it. We just did a whole thing yesterday on imposter syndrome, how we both have it and have had it for years. <laughs> like sometimes you're sitting in a yeah. seat and you go, wait, do why I just, am I here? How did you, and I'm, I'm going to ask both of you because I think we've all had it at some point, Jody, how did you get past that part? And I want to hear Kaylee's too. I don't think I passed it yet.
5: No, I know. I think I'm pretty much. Yeah. I'm I think I'm not. Do you do any?
3: I mean, we, (laughs) I feel like we each have (laughs) sort of. Things we do to kind of get us past it, whether it's meditation or yeah. telling ourselves kind things.
5: I, I think I just have to uh, sit in my real life. So you know, I, whether it's cleaning out the trash cans or uh, you know picking up the dog poop or whatever, whatever that the is, that makes stuff. me feel like regular stuff. Then, yeah. then somehow I can make sense of my life. Yeah.
2: And Kelly, what about for you? Because this is all new to you. This is all new, and you're working with a legend. I mean, the whole
6: thing is really I pretty cool. know. please don't <laughs> touch <don't push> me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, no, was that intimidating is, or was she so helpful? Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I was just smiling and nodding. I'm like, oh, my God, there's Jodie Foster. It's hard oh, when yeah. I'm pinching her all the time. I know. No. Right <laughs> underneath the
6: camera. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, my God, you know I'm bigger than you, man. You know? yeah, I was going to say she yeah. was a professional boxer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's been a, a blessing. I mean, I had a thought of maybe I should try acting and then I got pushed into the deep end. And it's kind of been a sink or swim since then. But it has been like, how did I get here? But I also have the simultaneous feeling is I'm so supposed to be here. So I might as well make the best be of here. my time here because it's not about just me. It's about we and what I do things for anyway. And Jody, you knew right away when you saw her tape. Yeah. What was it that, it. yeah, what
5: was it that struck
2: Tremendous you? power, yeah. you
5: know, and uh, precision, incredibly mm. disciplined, all the things that she is as an athlete that she brings to the table, mm-hmm. but also this emotional rawness and availability uh, combined with the two, you know, that kind of tough power and mm-hmm. those those many layers which is perfect for the character but also what you need to be a great actress mm-hmm. that's what she got okay.
3: so interesting mm-hmm. okay jody you've talked about never being happier than you yes. are right now mm-hmm. hoda yes. do you know that hoda's turning 60 this summer come on girl right oh, here i can you right here. hoda is turning You're 60, 60 there's this summer. thing that happens which they don't
5: tell you about i believe because i'm a scientist <laughs> i believe that there's a hormone that goes coursing through your body somehow the day you turn 60 and you just get happier and more content and you're just like Ugh, who cares who cares yeah the 50s was not so great why weren't the 50s great because everybody's confused about who you're supposed to be in yeah. the 50s like are you supposed to compete with your old self or yeah. are you are you relevant you know all that stuff are you competitive um i am competitive about certain things but what? not about others like I'm not what? about sports for example oh. i'm like oh you won Yeah, what are you competitive about? Uh, What about game nights? I'm really competitive about, yeah, game nights, but I think I could let myself lose. I'm better at being a team player with that. I think I'm competitive about dressing up. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Well, I like Halloween and things, like having the best costume. Oh, you're a a costume.
3: What's the best costume you've ever had?
5: Um, I have found, in my wisdom, in my my, my oh, long experience, that it is more fun to combine your costumes than to just be one thing. Oh, so,
3: we okay, told, by so the way, good. Yes. we're yes. very competitive here. The Today yeah. Show does Halloween really better we than do.
2: We do it better than anybody. anybody. Yeah, okay. And last year, that.
3: we combined, and yeah. Yeah. it's so much more fun. It's, yeah. so
5: much more fun. Yeah. Yeah. it's so much more fun. The beehive with the yes. Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> with the Michael Jackson, kind of like all of them together. All, all of it things. together. Yeah. Did you know yeah. this
6: about her? I did and now I want to be involved. for this Halloween,
3: <laughs> so now I'm going to be coming to your house. Um, this show is going to scare yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah, it's scary. Okay. Yeah. It's going to scare a bunch of people because it's already scared me pretty terribly. And, and I have a lot of questions I want to ask you, but I'll wait until we're <laughs> off camera. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's creepy. I think it's a did did it scare, horror vibe. Were yeah. y'all freaked out in that uh, were you science zone?
6: No, oddly enough, no. Like, it was kind of just another thing. The you know, yeah. lights flicker and things going past, and we're just like, oh, that's whatever. That's okay. what it is. <laughs> Well, uh, a lot of people
2: are going to love it, of course. It's It's such a hit show. And now we've got two females on it, which is such a cool twist here. True Detective Night Country airs Sunday on HBO streaming on HBO Max. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you all. 'all. Coming up next, we've got solutions
3: to some of the most common home decor dilemmas right after this. Thank you,
0: guys. (laughs) Do it.
3: All right, do you ever wonder how to freshen up your foyer or create a gorgeous gallery wall? Or how
2: about cozying up in an office space? I dare to say foyer and not foyer. Okay, today we are helping to solve your decor dilemmas. dilemmas. (laughs) There's only
3: one person that can help us, Mm -hmm. lifestyle expert and founder of Preston Conrad Home. Preston Conrad. Hi, Preston. How are you? How are you?
7: I'm great. Guys, this is going to be so fun because we're really helping people virtually and then with some real stuff here in the studio. So if
3: you guys have dilemmas, think about this. First, we have Antonio and Hannah. They're from West New York, New Jersey. Take a look at their issue.
4: We just got married and we bought our first home together. And there are so many projects
7: around the house that we cannot wait to get started but we are really struggling with our foyer. How can we make it more of a welcoming entrance to our home and less of a pit where all of our shoes go to die? Please help us. I like that. All right, Preston, you, the foyer needed some help. The foyer <laughs> right. needed a little love. Okay. So here's the before, and I think my tip to this is actually treat it like a room in your home. So okay. you'll see what we did in the after here. I'm so excited to show you. We went and actually oh, gave this room a, a paint color, so right? color. Color, this dark, moody tone is totally having a moment. Then we added some functional storage. You can grab this on Amazon for your wear coats, or wear your shoes. So, oh, right, right yeah. Yeah. the back wall there. Yeah. But what I think really makes a little foyer actually feel like it yeah. is claiming the space with oh, a great let's... console, right? Okay. This one is from Ikea. You don't have to spend a lot here. This is $99. Wow. I like it. And then I like the symmetrical lamps, both from Amazon, under 60 bucks for both. Good looking. And then I love a vintage rug in the foyer. Yeah. Yeah. This is from one of my favorite small businesses, Hobbit Door Vintage on Instagram. All different prices. You can shop online or on our Instagram. And
3: also Etsy has some great rugs. Yeah. Great have ones. You ever and noticed? you know what? They can
7: really hold the traffic as well for an entry. But you're rest.
3: right that, that that room will look so much better with the rug in it.
7: Totally. A little rug, a little paint, and a little dedicated moment to say, we took care of this space. We designed it, and we put a little bit of thought in it. You need best
3: to measure, that, Yeah, and yes. also the
7: best place for shoes is how you did it Measure here. twice, order once. Yeah, you, you know, think that's the, the best measure. storage. Doesn't yeah. that look so cute? And then for storage. So but there, could you
3: put the 100%? shoes under the console? hundred yeah. percent. So
7: you could do a great little storage nice. bench yeah. under there. But it's all about just treating this more like a real room in the home, not just to all dump right. everything. That's gone. so smart. Next yeah.
2: up, our staffer, Katrina. We got home cooking. Let's take yes. a look at her decor dilemma. Yes.
7: And my fiance and I spent a lot of time in our living room. We've decorated almost every part except for the giant wall. We want to display some pictures, but I want it to look sleek and cohesive. How do I curate a gallery wall without it looking so chaotic? That's, That's a great question. It is question. a really scary, yes. intimidating moment, right? Because you're putting holes in the wall. So this is the room before, and she didn't want it to be too cluttered. But she wants to show she loves photography. She lives in the city. She wants to show her art. Here's my after. Wow. And I think if you are intimidated, go symmetrical and go clean and organized with great black and white prints. We put in a really fun, contrasty rug just to punch up that fun city contrast it. of it. And then a new lighting fixture coming down from the ceiling, and I think it really reinvigorates wow. the now, space. Wow, Katrina.
3: Let's talk so about good. hanging. Again gallery you, wall because it's one thing to think yes. about it. It's the other to do it. It really yeah.
7: is. So for tips for hanging, just measure the distance in between. Make sure they're all symmetrical. But here's my ultimate hack. This does not need to cost you a lot of money. No. These frames, two of them for 50 bucks on Amazon. Mm. You can get them for like $25 each and then get this. All this black and white art on my iPhone. I changed it to black and white. I sent them to be printed for $6. No, you didn't. And I popped them in here and then it's personal and cheap. Do you yeah, like yeah, the I same that. sized frames or do I I you like to do. mix it up? I I think for that look, if yeah. you want that kind of Rh gallery yeah. wall look yep. same size frame do four do six even numbers keep is always open, a good idea it. yeah okay. nice. really yeah. smart yep
3: okay right. our final decor dilemma comes from Kristen and Frederick Maryland who needs some help in her home office let's take a look. Yeah. I need help with my office space. We moved into this house about a year and a half ago and every other room is just the way we want it. But this space where I spend a lot of my time, it's dark, there's no storage, and it's just become a dumping ground for everything that doesn't have a place. How can I set it up so that it's comfortable and more professional and cohesive?
7: Yeah, her, she needs yeah. that space. The yeah. home office does become that spot where everything just ends D- up, yes. in, right? So it's all about bringing functional and stylish storage into the space. She's got one bookcase here. It's not quite enough, but she's got a great desk. Ooh. Here's my after. Doesn't that look amazing? Yes, I love the cy- what a symmetry. Difference. Yeah. So look, two symmetrical bookcases. Keep her great desk. Pop it right in the center. Wow. A great warm leather desk chair. And then what's great about the bookcases is you can have style and substance together, right? right. So you could decorate in there and then put some great storage I baskets. Like these like ones those. here from Amazon, put your stuff in there. Then this, by the way, this is Ikea. You don't need to break the bank for that built-in look. Does
3: this come with this Wait, light from die? Ikea? No,
7: you're going to die. So Show this it. is from Amazon, $20-something dollars, Damn. and it's battery-operated oh. on a remote. No, it's not. So we not. just popped it on to give it that kind of built-in look. So you I know, know I love a library light. I love a library picture like that. <laughs> I do, and
3: I love a library ladder. Look. what
7: Me too. Way to go, Preston. You <laughs> so kill it. Preston, we love you. Thank
2: you so much. Coming up next, we've been waiting for this segment. As we like to say, it gets greater later author and entrepreneur chip conley explains the
3: upside of mid come on chip right after this yes Yes. Chip. chip is awesome
0: hey it's mel robbins let's cut to the chase there is a change you want to make right now but you're waiting to feel motivated you don't need motivation you've got me You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
3: or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams. Now celebrating 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams is the originator of everyone's favorite luxe Home Blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as its ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are each made with premium materials. Get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code PODCAST15.
2: What if we told you this? What if we told you this? That the best is yet to come. The wisest, the happiest, the most authentic version of yourself is still ahead of you. Oh, my gosh. Tell me more. Uh I feel like you do talk about
3: this. We talk about it all the time. And here to do just that is the founder of Modern Elder Academy and author of Learning to Love Midlife, Chip Conley. Chip. Chip.
2: Hoda's been raving. Chip. Okay. I'm just going to full disclosure. Yes, full I disclose. met Chip Conley and meeting you was life changing for me. Mm. You're one of these people who is ready to carry people mm. from a certain phase of their life yeah. into the best part. And when I sat with you, I remember I felt full to the top. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this. You're setting a very high standard no, for I'm this not. segment. You know <laughs> what? Listen to his Ted talk. Read his books, yeah. go to his academy, and you will understand why people are lining up, why it's hard to get into your academy, why one by one people tell me, I've been to Chip's Academy. So let's just talk. Let's back up. Yeah. So you were living your life. You're a hotelier. You yeah. started a hotel business. Life was going along fine. And then something happened that changed your trajectory.
4: Yeah. And, and just as true, you know, first of all, honored to be here. Um Love both of you. And uh so... In my late 40s, all of a sudden, my life fell apart, and Mm -hmm. I started calling it a midlife crisis. I now call it a midlife chrysalis, (laughs) because midlife for the butterfly is the chrysalis between caterpillar, butterfly, Mm -hmm. uh, chrysalis, butterfly, and I didn't know what to do with myself, Mm -hmm. and I lost five male friends to suicide um, between 2008 and 2010, and for me, I had to have an NDE. I had a near-death experience. I died and went to the other side Mm -hmm. and came back, and... um, That was when I woke up to saying, okay, I want to try to do midlife differently. Mm -hmm. And I did what I call now the great midlife edit. I let go of the things in my life that just weren't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you
3: let go of that other people could mm-hmm, possibly think mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. for their own lives? I some know of it was my mindset. So yeah.
4: some of it was my mindset of like, oh, I and, and maybe my expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my, my parents who I love deeply and probably are watching right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, at some level there's a point of like, oh, I'm gonna be president of the United States someday. Like, no, that I'm letting go of that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we won't even go there, my Don't dear. I've
3: uh, a lot of <laughs> therapy <yeah.
4: laughs> um, But everything from you know climbing Mount Everest, rest mm-hmm. uh to um to, to having a New York Times bestseller. I mean, there are a lot of things that I just sort of like, you know what? I'm going to let go of those expectations. Mm-hmm. Brene Brown calls it the midlife unraveling. Mm-hmm. And she says, you start to unravel the expectations that have got you so bunched up. Like a, to be raveled means something that's so bunched up, you can't get it undone. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like letting go of some expectations. And what happened then? And then, you know, I, 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 I sold my company. I sold the boutique hotel company at the bottom of the Great Recession which was not the best idea financially, but it's what I needed. Yeah. I gave myself a midlife atrium, um, Mm -hmm. which is sort of a space to actually reimagine what was next. And then I was asked by the founders of Airbnb 11 years ago to be their modern elder, which they're like, oh, you're making fun of my age.
3: And you were 49. I,
4: I was 52. Okay. They were in their 20s and early 30s. Yeah. And they said, Chip, a modern elder is someone who's as as uh, curious as they are wise. Mm -hmm. And that's when I said, like, okay, that's what I want to be when I grew up. Mm -hmm. And I spent the next seven and a half years guiding them up to their IPO. And I loved it. And I started to realize, wow, I had the tale of two midlifes. A midlife I hated in my yeah. late 40s and a midlife I loved in my 50s. And that's why I decided well, to write the book. Well, people feel, they do feel in a funk when they're in, in midlife. So what's the upside? Like, what's the good stuff of midlife? Well, we tend to, in midlife, we often are looking at the losses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the losses are very physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's recognize that as a society, anti-aging products are often anti-woman products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sense that they're about making you feel badly about the physical effects of age. Mm-hmm. And so... um Let's know that some things get worse with age, mm-hmm. and we know what those things are. Your, your short-term memory, you know, just as you get comfortable in your own skin, it starts to sag, mm-hmm. <laughs> etc. But what gets better with age? And that's what this book's about, is the 12 reasons why life gets better with age is mm-hmm. the subtitle. And so your emotional intelligence and moderation gets better with age. You're less reactive. You start to love yourself more. Love yourself in midlife. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually get wiser as mm-hmm. you get older. Mm-hmm. You, you are, ha- get clearer about what you like in life and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. So your first half of your life is about accumulating. And the second half of your life is about editing. Mm-hmm. So there's all these so things that get better with age. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't really elevate them so that the mainstream knows about them. And yet the U-curve of happiness social science research shows that after a low point of 45 to 50, which is coming up for you, my dear. I know. Um, but
3: I don't feel um, But I your don't mileage feel may it. vary. I think you probably
4: already had it. You're I might cautious. have had it. Yeah. I feel pretty happy. After 50 life begins at 50, you start getting happier. Yeah. And with each decade, 50 is happier than 40, 60 is happier than 50. I mean, that's what Jodie Foster just, just said. She just said 60 by. is happier than 50. Oh my God. Well, she's just, I got to hug her I on know. the way. Yeah.
3: Oh! But yeah. she said something and I love yeah. this. She said ice cream tastes
4: better. Yeah,
3: everything. I feel like it's an appreciation of small things as opposed, I mean, you said yeah. something yeah. that people may think, we it's not about wealth. It's not no, about these big things accumulating. That yeah.
4: One of the things that we're taught and, and, and especially when we're in families that have high expectations of us as kids is there's a def- definition of success. Yeah. And we jump on the treadmill and we start running for that success, not even realizing that maybe this isn't our definition of success. Right. Yeah. It's there. And I call this successism. Successism sort of afflicts us yeah. such that we think we're supposed to be successful this way when in fact it's around midlife. Sometimes we like, you know what? I'm living <laughs> someone else's life. Totally. Yeah. This isn't my life. And I'm starting to realize that I need to edit some of the, the voices in my the head that are, our, you know, for, whether they come from our parents or society or our community or our friends, it's now time to say, like, what defines success for you? Mm-hmm. And that's the most one of the most important. We're going to take a qu- yes.
2: just a quick pause. Quick, yeah. quick. We'll be back with a lot of Chip's great advice coming up after this. It's so, it's so interesting. interesting. It We're back with the author of Learning to Love Midlife, Chip Conley. People are wondering midlife, what is that? Yes.
4: 50s, 60s? We're all in midlife, the three of us. Um, Early 40s, late 50s, early 60s. Um, I think some academics now say it lasts from 35 to 75. So it's a marathon. Okay. And so the question I like to ask people is what percentage of your adult life is still ahead of you? Oh, geez. So the average age of the people who come to the Modern Elder Academy, MEA, is 54. The average age they're going to live till is 90. Uh And so at, at 54, you're halfway through 18 to 90. Wow. So at 54, you don't usually think I'm halfway through adulthood. And, yeah. And, and yeah, it's like reframing yeah, how you so, think about Hoda, it. if you live to 100, you're halfway through your How exciting is that? Life. I'm kind of into it. You I are. like that. And I think you probably will live to 100. She I like well. All right, yeah. let's
2: talk about some things tips. that we can do. Some tips. All right, you say
4: it's important to become a beginner at something. I love that. This is one of the most important tools of be of living a courageous and and lovely life as you get older. How do you become a beginner at something? At age fifty seven, I learned how to uh, surf, mm. and I learned Spanish, and it's partly because something we're going to talk about later is I asked the question. Tw- uh, 10 years from now, what will I regret if I don't learn it or do it now? Yeah, And at 57... And you thought about just yeah.
3: your thought of it, not what other people think. No, exactly.
4: I said to myself, I'm yeah. living in Mexico, where yeah. which is where our first MEA campus is. The second one's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I was like, okay, I am living in Mexico. I got to learn Spanish. Yeah. And I live on a surf break. I live on the beach. I'm going to learn to surf. Yeah. How amazing. Because that. I said... If I wait till 67, I'll regret it. An anticipated regret is a form of wisdom. Okay, let's, go let's get a to these. More okay, you yeah. say
3: do, do, gratitude journals, we all know it, but what's a wisdom journal?
4: At age 28, I started a practice where every weekend I would make a list of what I'd learned that week mm. and how it would serve me in the future because our, our, our painful life lessons are the raw material for our future wisdom. Mm. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to try to, if I'm going to have some painful life lessons, (laughs) I better do something with it. And so for 35 years now, I've been doing that. And it's a way of accelerating your wisdom. And wisdom is one of the byproducts of growing older. All right.
2: Here's the last one we'll get to right here, but you got to get the book. It's called Anticipated Regret. What is that?
4: Anticipated Regret is that the idea of thinking about the thing that you, if you don't do it, how Uh, will it feel if you don't do it? mm -hmm. Because a uh, regret of the thing you didn't do is twice as painful as the regret you did of the thing you did and wish you Totally. Had done. Don't leave
3: the things okay. on your to-do list. We only
4: went through three No, we need reasons. more. Wait, there are
2: 12 reasons why life gets better with age. I said to Jody Foster when she was leaving, grab this book from Chip if you can. It's an awesome book. Thank Chip, you. you're an incredible person. Watch his TED Talk. The Modern Elder Academy is a place that people really want to go if you want to change in your life. Chip, it's thank incredible you. meeting you, and Hoda yeah. did
3: not raise my expectations.
2: I, oh, oh. You. Yes. It's true,
3: thank and you, you can check out thank learning you. to love midlife at today.com slash books or get it wherever you buy your books. We'll be back right after this. Thank you. That
2: Way to go, Chip. Chip.
3: Chip. To that, too.
2: Yes. Yeah. Coming up tomorrow from Law & Order SVU, we have Mariska Hargitay and with a us. a simple weeknight meal from Chef Michael Solomonoff. We can't. We've got to start reading. We have Hi. our books. We're, We're busy. reading. Very We're busy. Busy. <laughs> busy.
0: <laughs> hey, it's Mel Robbins.